Welcome to the Positive Productivity Podcast, episode number 78. Welcome to Positive Productivity Podcast, where we empower our audience to achieve and appreciate personal and professional success, especially in the face of adversity. Listen in as our guests reveal their stories of challenges and hurdles and how they overcame defeat and became triumphant in their endeavors. Let's get motivated and move forward with your host, Kim Sutton. Welcome back to another episode of Positive Productivity. This is your host, Kim Sutton. And today I'm thrilled to have guest Susan Adhikari with us from FitBodyAndHealthBalance.com. Susan is a health, fitness, and confidence educator who educates young female adults on being confident on who they are while trying to become better versions of themselves. Susan, it's so wonderful to have you here. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much for having me. I'm thrilled to be here. Oh, you're so welcome. Could you share more about what you do with the audience? Because there's so much more, but I wanted to save the good stuff for you to explain yourself. Thank you so much for having me. I actually help busy females to find balance and to make mental shift before they start on weight loss journey because I believe that unless and until our mindset is right, we can definitely lose weight, but then we're going to end up gaining it back again. And I focus on helping them become the best version of themselves by taking charge of their health rather than just losing weight and having to regain it back all over again. So it's more about going through mental shift before we start on weight loss journey. I've heard that just that mental shift alone can start the weight loss journey without even making any significant changes to to diet or exercise. Have you seen that happen? Yeah, definitely. So with one of my friends, she always wanted to lose weight, but she never believed within herself that why, like her why was not strong enough. She didn't know why she wanted to lose weight. She just thought she wanted to lose weight because she wants to look good. But then like once we talked and everything, she figured out that, oh, I'm not coming from the right mindset. So she started shifting her mindset to just maybe doing one simple activities daily, maybe eating just a regular salad or even a good meal just because she cares for herself and she didn't focus on losing weight, rather trying to be healthy. And it came as a byproduct because she was eating good nutrient-dense food and she was also exercising, exercising in terms of walk going for a walk or maybe running just 10 15 minutes but keeping herself active that turned into losing weight because she was trying to be healthy and by product of being healthy is you end up losing weight as well i have to admit i've been eyeing those treadmill desks but with having five kids in the house that would just not be a good option right now i mean the, my kids would be constantly trying to walk it but those are always appealing to me just because it's so hard to get exercise into the day sometimes with the exception of going up and down the stairs to do laundry. Yes, exactly. I know. So what are some of the most important, like, or I should say basic shifts that your clients and those you help? Are there any similarities that, that you help them with across the board? It seems in general, it comes to, First of all, accepting who we are as we are right now, because I believe that a lot of us 
try to get to that end goal and don't realize that like we have to love ourselves for who we are right now so that way the whole process becomes so much easier and at the end when you achieve the goal that you want it becomes sustainable and you love yourself for what you are doing so all of them all my clients and friends and family members everyone I help it goes to so with like small mental shift and small daily activity habit change for example we go through with cleaning out your cleaning out our cabinet slowly one one thing at a time and we most of the time we focus on what we can add in rather than what we have to take it out. So it's mentally you're not training your brain to be thinking negatively because when you think about it, when you think it's, oh, I can't eat this, I can't eat that, then you're subconsciously training your mind to say no. But when you focus on I'm adding this because it's good for me, I'm adding that because it's good for me then it helps you stay in track. And that's what I see consistent with my client. They focus on adding uh, positive things in their lifestyle, such as going for a walk, maybe just doing at-home exercise that you can do at home, or even using stairs going back and forth three to five times. That's an activity as well. But they focus on adding one thing that moves them positively toward their health goal. And that's what I see consistent with my clients. That's so great. What type of morning ritual do you have? And do you help your clients design and develop a morning ritual for themselves to help them make this shift? Yes, I do. I personally also have a strong morning ritual because I believe that if your morning is right and strong, you start in a strong foundation, then your day goes along that way as well. So in the morning, I wake up early in the morning and I do normal, I read read a book, I do stretching because I believe that when you let your blood flow early in the morning, it makes you more active and it just helps you regain yourself. And I also think it's so important to do meditation just to clear out thoughts. So I help my clients with all of that as well. Since I'm focusing on mental shift, I believe that when you do meditation, not if it doesn't have to be long, maybe just five minutes at the max, when you let your brain just relax, it helps you to be in a center focus and it helps you to go about your day in a positive way. And I also believe that we really have to take gratitude journal because I think that if we are so grateful for what we have right now, what's going on in our life, and we don't take anything for granted, because I realize, I understand this because I had a health condition. So I believe that being able to walk, staying, being able to walk, being able to eat healthy meal, being able to do normal activities that we don't even think about those are, we should be very grateful of that. And I make sure my clients feel that way so that way they don't take themselves and think that, well, this is just normal thing that everybody can do. And it's not a big deal because I want them to realize that 
taking making a habit of taking gratitude journal is very very important because you are being in the right mindset you're thinking you're appreciating what you have right now in life so that way you don't take anything for granted so i help them with that so we generally do meditation do a little bit of stretching and we do gratitude journal and if they have time then read a book even if not then personal development is a big big thing when it comes to changing your me- mentality and when it comes to being your healthiest self so i focus on helping them to listen to podcasts or maybe audible at least once a day so that's my regular schedule in the morning as well and that's what i want my client to follow as well because you kind of have to lead by an example you have to be your own guinea pig right oh absolutely and when you're talking about personal development who are some of the figures that you look to i have been listening to darren hardy lately i love his audible books and all of even his daily ritual of Darren Daly because especially my favorite book of his is I think Compound Effect because it helps me be in perspective with how you can take daily action like one simple step at a time and it will compound to give you a great result you have to focus on doing one good activities a day so that way you can get the whole picture at the end and i also really like this book called you are a badass i'm not sure if you have heard it or listened to yeah, it is it not is, yeah is that dan meredith no it's jen sensero okay yeah at first i thought well these are all common sense and everything but like the more i listen to the more it gives me a sense of i can do anything like it's positive it's so positive in a way that we are all friends in this earth that's what she talks about and it makes you feel like you have a purpose you're doing the right thing and those are my go to person every time if i have a negative thought or if i need a little mental boost or confidence then i listen to them a lot I love how you said you can do everything. And I think it's also important to remember that although you can do everything, you don't need to do everything today. No, of course not. And so many of us try to do everything or way too much in a day. And then we get frustrated when we haven't tackled everything. And that can be, you know, losing 10 pounds in a day. It's chances are that's not going to happen or or building a whole website. Or running a, I mean, I was going to say running a marathon, but people do do that. I just don't. <laughs> no, so, I mean, yeah, they do do that, but then they train for like months and months, you know, so it's kind of like leading up to that. So it's absolutely the compound effect. It's the little actions that you take getting up to that day that do it. Exactly. I was just going to ask, what does your sleep look like? How many hours of sleep are you getting a night and how many do you recommend for your clients? I definitely get in at least. seven to eight hours of sleep because i believe sleep is so important especially if you are being very active not even if you're being active but you need good sleep in order to function for tomorrow and be your best self so i tell everyone that i know even my client my family members even my parents everyone that i'm close to i tell them to get at least seven to eight hours of sleep because sleep is so important and a lot of us think that like 
well, we're so busy, so I'm going to cut off some sleep to get extra time. But if you're not well rested and your body is not well rested, and we also have to remember that our body recovers when we're sleeping. So if we're not well rested, then we're going to suffer the next day. Oh, absolutely. I actually fell asleep about 9.30 last night, which is really early for me. And then I woke up at 4.30 completely wide awake this morning. And That's that was, awesome. Yeah, it was absolutely awesome because I was able to get up and get a couple hours of undisturbed work done before anybody, anybody in my house, I should say, started waking up. And then, you know, the clients start waking up later or uh, start contacting me after that. So we all have guilty pleasures. You know, uh, we might have those snacks that don't really have any nutritional value. So I have a two-parted question for you. What is your guilty pleasure that really shouldn't be, but hey, I think we all deserve a treat once in a while. Of course. And what would be your your recommended guilty pleasure that would have more nutritional value to help us as we're trying to be more productive and positive through the day? I'm so glad you asked this because none of us are like perfectionist you know we are all human we make mistakes we like to treat ourselves once in a while and it's all about balancing life because if you don't balance it then you're gonna crash so my guilty pleasure is I really love frozen yogurt and I know they're not as healthy as or as nutrient dense but some of the days I just have to have it. I just need that sugar going because I want to enjoy. But then like some days what I do is I know that I want frozen yogurt, but I know I can make alternatives. That's what I teach my clients as well, like swapping superfood with your normal food that you really like. So that way you're actually eating something healthy and at the same time enjoying as well. So what I normally do is Some days I will totally go out and eat like big bowl of frozen yogurt, but some days I make them at home. So I just add frozen berries, banana, just a little bit of milk and a little bit of yogurt and I blend them together. And once it comes out a creamy and thick texture, then I put put it in a fridge for like maybe two hours at the max. And there you go. You have your good source of kind of like ice cream, kind of like frozen yogurt with sweet craving that you don't have to go out and buy in conventional store. And you know, since you're the one who put the ingredient, you know the benefits, you know there's no added chemicals to it. And at the same time, you can enjoy it as well. So that's what I do. That's awesome. I have to confess, my guilty pleasure is gummy bears. And my husband totally doesn't help me out with that because he brings home bags of gummy bears from the grocery. Oh. So I need to find a healthy alternative to, <laughs> to that. I'm sure there's something. Maybe it is just frozen fruit slices. I mean, they would still be chewy and they would definitely be a lot more healthy than who knows what artificial ingredients. Exactly. Are. I really don't want to know, but I probably should know because that would get me off of that cake really fast. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I make sure that I tell everybody to read nutrient label. 
so that way they know what they're consuming. And a lot of times, like even I'm guilty of this because we're not aware of like what ingredient they have put in. And a lot of time I don't even understand what they are and I'm consuming and I'm like, I know I shouldn't be, but this is so good. I'm actually Googling right now. I muted myself while I was typing. I'm Googling what's in gummy bears because I was curious. <laughs> but I probably really shouldn't be doing it. Well, but again, you said you tell your clients to, to do that. So what brought you on the journey to where you are now? Um, I have a long story, but I'm going to make it short. So what happened was we came from... Nepal back in 2004 I came with my parents and in my household there's nothing about going out to eat for lunch or dinner or ordering food my mom cooks every day even till this day we eat at home when I come to my parents place they cook every single day so I was growing up eating healthy food then I went to college and I was doing everything by myself and I was like a free bird I was like oh I can eat anything and everything that's out there so I started going out more often eating out more often because I was like there's nobody to tell me you can't eat this and that and what happened was I ended up catching this health condition where my fingers and limbs and joints were very numb and it used to feel like tingle so it's kind of like it had like a tingly sensation and it would move from one side of the body to another and it got to the point where like I couldn't sleep at night because half of my body felt like I was paralyzed and so I went to the doctor and when we did all types of tests and everything all the results came out normal so my cholesterol level was normal there I didn't have any diabetes and there was nothing in the urine test or anything and my doctor told me well you're so young you're 22 years old what could be wrong with you and you're pretty active as well so I think it's just in your head I'm never gonna forget this he just said it might be just in your head and that's why you're feeling this but there's nothing wrong with you and I did not want to live with that I did not believe that my life was supposed to be that way so I started doing research after research and after a couple days I started cutting all the junk food from my diet because I believe that what mother nature is giving us should be the healthiest versus what we make as a conventional medicine so I started eating more natural and wholesome food. I started walking slowly because there was no way I was going to be able to run. But then that helped me reverse my condition slowly. And after several months of doing exercise and eating whole food, learning to cook at home, I was completely able to reverse my condition. And I believe that like with natural food and doing exercises, we have so much control of, with our health than we realize. And that that's what I want female to learn and educate so that way because I believe that us as a female we are the household take care person and if we know that we can be our healthiest self and we have everything in control when it comes to our health and well-being then we can teach that to our kids as well that's why I started this journey because I believe we can make the change and be our healthiest self and we don't have to go through conventional medicine. 
That's so huge. I have to ask, when you started this journey, and I want to ask for today also, do you drink coffee? And were you drinking coffee? Back then I was, but right now I do once in a while, not always, but when I feel like I'm going about my day and I'm super tired and I want something, I just add a little dash of coffee and like drink more, add more water to it, but not regularly anymore though. Back then I used to be drinking coffee a lot. Yeah. Earlier this year, I was drinking tons of coffee and soda during the day. And I've cut my coffee and soda consumption down to maybe one cup on Sunday of coffee. And a soda is very rare. And I've been surprised by the fact that I am not tired during the day because I am, I mean, I'm drinking so much water. Um, Yeah. Sorry, sorry listeners. And sorry, Susan. Like I I go pee so much during the day now, so much more than I was when I was drinking all the coffee. But that's good because it's getting that's a good thing. Yeah. I mean, it's getting all the impurities out and everything. But I'm not tired. And the truth is, is I'm sleeping better at night because I'm not drinking caffeine all the way up until like an hour before bedtime. Yeah, that's huge. That's really huge. Yeah. And I mean, I've, I've even noticed that it's impacting the rest of me physically. I mean, I've lost weight because I'm not drinking all that sugar and my skin is cleared up. And I mean, there's just so many more benefits than, yeah. than, than just getting the sugar out. I was actually listening to, um, Dr. Daniel Amen, I think. Yeah. And are you familiar with? Dr. Amon? I don't think I know, but I would love to know though. Yeah, um, I'll put it in the show notes, but he discusses how uh, caffeine and sugar can actually bring on Alzheimer's or they, they feed into it. So all the actions, I mean, I'm in my 30s now. Everything that we're doing now is contributing to our health later on in life. So really right, like, yeah. Yeah. So right now, by taking care of ourselves, we can be eliminating or stalling the on-site, on, on stalling the, I know what I'm trying to say. Again, this <laughs> is positive productivity, not perfection, but um, we can be stalling when Alzheimer's or dementia or anything like that actually does become prevalent in our life by those decisions today. Yeah, that's for sure. Because like right now I'm listening to this book called, I don't know if you have heard of it or not, How Not to Die by Dr. Michael Gruger. And it's amazing. Do you know him? No, I haven't, but I do have another book recommendation for you. It's the Daniel Plan. Yes, I'm going to, I'm a bookworm, so I'm going to definitely read it. Yeah, so for the listeners, we'll put all of these into the show notes. Yeah, for sure. But I, as I was saying, this book that I'm listening to right now, it talks about how like any nutrition can change and even reverse our condition, even diabetes or even to prevent cancers and things like that. So it's amazing to me how our, like how nutrient dense food can be and how if we really do think about it, how we can take charge of our health. And this book is amazing. Like I would recommend to anybody listening to read it as well. It's amazing. You will be mind blown by how we don't know so much about nutrition and food in general. No, we absolutely don't know enough. There's always so much going out. I've seen some of those charts lately that show the comparison 
about the number of calories you get from eating a salad versus eating French fries. That's another guilty pleasure. I cannot yeah. deny McDonald's French fries just slip themselves into my mouth even when I'm trying not to eat them. Um, <laughs> and how filling they are, you know, with how many calories they are, how much they fill you out and how long those effects of being filled actually are because of the the carbohydrates, you get the high, but then you crash afterwards. Exactly. So that is something that I am still struggling with and I realize I, I have to be better about it. So Yeah. yeah. Uh, just a quick tip. I don't know if you are a vegetarian or you eat meat, but if you do eat meat, then I would recommend that if you add like enough protein to your diet, then that will keep you full for longer. So you're not going through guilty pleasure as often as you don't want to, I guess. Oh, absolutely. I do yeah. eat meat and I know I need to get more protein in there. Yeah. So for the people who are listening and they really just want to start making a first shift say tomorrow, what's a 10 minute plan that you would recommend for them to get their their day started? I know you were talking about stretching in the gratitude journal, but I know some people who are listening are probably thinking, well, I don't have time right now to make a whole one hour, like Tony Robbins hour of power. I don't have time for that <laughs> right now. So what would be your recommended 10 minute plan to get them through week one, let's say? I think I completely understand because all of us are busy and for most, I want people to realize that there's nothing more important than our health. So you have to make time. I know we all get 24 hours in a day and it's all about making priorities. So you have to make time. But other, other than that, I would, if you just have 10 minutes in a day where you can think about how you can plan your day, then I would want you to think about what you're going to eat because your food impacts the most. Forget about exercise right now, but just focus on what you're going to consume for breakfast, for your lunch, for your dinner, and for your snacks. Prepare them in advance the night before so you have everything ready and set to go. So that way you don't end up eating junk food when you are super hungry and not thinking properly. I think that's the main thing because a lot of us end up because we don't pre-plan our day and we end up eating something that we don't want to and we feel guilty about it. So if you want to start from tomorrow, then I would think that if you plan out your day with what you're going to eat, even if you can't make your meal, just write it down. Tomorrow for breakfast, even if you're ordering from outside, tomorrow for breakfast, I'm going to eat this. For lunch, I'm going to eat this. And for dinner, I'm going to eat this because at the end, it saves you a ton of time as well. Because when you go try to order food, you're sitting there thinking, oh, maybe I want this. Maybe I want that. That's the time you're wasting right there as well. So if you have it already pre-planned, then you can go to whichever restaurant or whichever, I guess, maybe, I don't know, whichever food joint that you normally go to and you know what you're getting and you know what's the healthiest and you order and you take it to go right away. That saves you time as well. And if you really want to incorporate exercise, then I think even if you just have 10 minutes, then just focus on doing interval training. That's what I tell everybody. You don't have to go on hours and hours long exercises. Just do interval training for five to 10 minutes and 
with that because you're raising your heartbeat to the max it helps you lose calorie even after and throughout the day and it's one of the best exercise to keep you in shape if you are very short on time so i would recommend that you plan out your day for your food and do interval training Sus, what did you eat for breakfast this morning? I ate this morning. I made overnight oats. So I made it last night. So I added a little bit of yogurt and oatmeal, some the nuts. And I also added a little bit of almond milk and berries. And then I left it in the fridge. I mixed it up and left it in the fridge for overnight and it was ready for me to eat this morning. So I didn't have to think about it. It took me probably like five minutes or not even five minutes to make it and have it ready. That's so huge. And I'm thinking about people who are in a hurry in the morning and they pass Starbucks on the way to work and, but they didn't think about what they were going to eat the night before. So they don't, they didn't think that they were going to have time this morning. But just having to sit in line at Starbucks, I mean, there's 10 minutes of their day that they could have had the time to plan their breakfast. Exactly. That's for sure. And even when I used to work back and back, I used to make sure that I made my lunch on Sunday because I know for a fact we have time on Sunday because it's relaxing day. So even if I didn't have time or I felt lazy to cook big meals, I made sure that I made salad and put them in five different containers without putting dressing or anything. So that way I have my lunch ready for next day and just put the dressing on the side if I want dressing or put chicken uh, if I want some protein. And it takes literally about 30 minutes if you're creative to make sure you plan out your whole week for lunch. Yeah, that's so huge. And what are what are your thoughts about those frozen meals that you can get, like the Weight Watchers? And, and I have a feeling I know what you're going to say, but like the Weight <laughs> Watchers and the ones that are supposedly healthy in the frozen food section at the grocery. Um, I think if you can, for me personally, I would focus on fresh fruits and vegetables rather than frozen meals because they do market saying that it's healthier version. But then at the end of the day, you didn't make it at home. So you don't know what they put in. And even when you read the ingredients, some of them, you don't even realize it, what's in it. And plus, like, think about this. If it's frozen and it's been in the cooler for so long how do you think it's healthy and how do you think that your body is gonna incorporate how are you supposed to make sure that that's healthy and say that I'm eating a healthy meal like it if it's been in the fridge for so long right plus all the sodium and yeah exactly I mean we're not preserving ourselves with those preservatives (laughs) (laughs) well it has been an absolute pleasure having you on the on positive productivity today. Where can listeners find you on the internet and find out more about what you do and get in touch? Thank you so much for having me here. And I'm very, very active in my community, in my Facebook group. So anybody listening to you, if you want to, if you want to come join and get more health tips, then you can find me at thebalancercommunity.co. 
or just my website, like Kim mentioned, fitbodyandhealthbalance.com. So I'm very, very active in my Facebook group, though, and I provide as much support as I possibly can. I answer as many questions as I possibly can. So if you want to get a hold of me and if you want to have one-on-one conversation, chat about health and wellness, then do come find me in my group. It's thebalancercommunity.co. Great. That will be in the show notes, listeners, so you can find it right there. Thank you so much again, Susan. Thank you so much for having me. It was a pleasure talking to you. And you as well. And thank you, listeners, for being here for another episode of Positive Productivity. If you enjoyed what you heard and you feel like somebody else could benefit, please share this episode to your social media. We'd also love your ratings and reviews. So head on over to iTunes or Stitcher. And hey, if you feel like it, a five star would be awesome. Until next time, make it a positively productive day and week. Hey there, this is Kim Sutton, host of the Positive Productivity Podcast. And I just want to take a quick moment to thank you for listening to this episode. If you enjoyed it and were inspired, I would love to hear your feedback. Please take a moment or two and visit the podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, or on my website at thekimsutton.com to leave your rating or review. I'd also like to invite you to join the Positive Productivity Book Club and to find out more about my coaching packages by visiting thekimsutton.com. Until the next episode, I hope you have a positive and productive day.